Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is Tuesday, June 13th of 2023, and we're celebrating the memorial of St. Anthony of Padua, priest and doctor of the church. As we know, he's a Franciscan, and interestingly enough, even though he's called St. Anthony of Padua, he was actually born in Lisbon in Portugal. So it's a big celebration for them, as well as the citizens of Padua in Italy. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand, where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Heavenly Father. Today's readings speak to us of two very important symbols to understand our role in the present world. The readings speak to us of salt and light. So today we can think about these two symbols and think about how we live out the truths that they present to us. So let's start with salt. Christ said to us, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? Now to understand well what Christ is saying, we we need to think a little bit about the importance of salt in biblical times. Now salt has been used for three reasons. First, salt is the medium usually used to store food. Hence, as salt of the earth, we're called to preserve the faith we have received. In other words, we're called to keep, to maintain the faith. According to the doctrines of the Church, that means that the very least we can do is not be a cause of scandal to others. For example, using bad words, talking negatively about others, gossiping, dressing badly. These are all ways in which we lose the taste of salt. Because in these ways, we don't do anything. We need to think about the examples we give in our lives. Second, salt has been used for sacrifice. Many times in the Old Testament we read that the sacrifice needs to be mixed with salt. Therefore, to be the salt of the world, we must make all our actions a means of sanctification. As Saint Jose Maria Escrivá, the founder of Opus Dei, said, Sanctify work, sanctify in work, and sanctify with work. I mean, it's clear that the one who sanctifies, the one who makes holy, is God, but the Christian can and indeed must cooperate with him. It's a fundamental truth that man, created in God's image, through his work participates in the Creator's work. And to the extent of his possibilities, man, in a certain sense, continues to develop and complete creation. We must make a prayer of our work, be it in the store, in the house, in the school, and use that work to sanctify and make others holy. Third, salt has been used as a medicine. We all know that salt is an antiseptic, meaning it kills bacteria and wounds, but it also causes pain. We too, in the midst of the world, like salt in a wound, cause some pain, in the sense that we say to the world, through our example, through our words, and with our lives, that that God exists that God's law exists, and that our happiness is not to be found in sin. 
Now, telling the truth never pleases the world. It never has and it never will. But remember, our lives aren't meant to please the world. They're meant to please God and lead the world to Him. So when Jesus speaks of being the salt of the world, we have to think about the examples we give in our lives, about our work, and whether we live to please God or to please the world. Now we can think about the symbol of light. Christ tells us, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. St. Augustine says that it's not that we seek the glory of men, meaning we're not doing these things to, to be seen or receive the praise of others, like just, I just want to receive their glory, but what we want is that through our actions, men give glory to God. That is, in me, they recognize God as the source of all good and all holiness. As a poor man said after speaking with St. Vincent de Paul, he said, God must be good because he made Vincent so good. God must be good because he made Vincent so good. Or, speaking of St. John Marie Vianney, a man said, I have seen God in a man. I have seen God in a man. It's said that when people went to go speak to St. Anthony of Abbott, the Anthony the Abbott, after he spoke to the person, that person always went away better than when he arrived before talking. All of us need to be light of the world, as Christ says. We need to shine as a reflection, as it was, the reflection of Christ's light. Christ said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We can say that light explains Christ's identity and his mission. And we who must be light must participate in that identity and that mission. First and foremost, this contact with light is a personal experience, the personal encounter with Christ who illuminates life with new light, which gives meaning to our lives. It's only in this way, after an encounter with Christ, that we can totally surrender ourselves to Him, share our faith with others, and thus be the light of the world. So we ask Mary Most Holy, the Mother of Light, to obtain for us the grace of being salt and light of the world, just as Christ asks us.